Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music and my guest today is Shelly King. You probably know Shelly King from her blend of, oh my goodness, rock, folk, blues, soul, gospel, country. She does it all. She's an incredible entertainer. She's also the first woman appointed by the Texas legislature to represent the state of Texas as its official Texas state artist musician. And I tell you, she is very, very, very well deserving of it. I'm really looking forward to sharing her music with you guys. And so I don't want to take up too much time. I got her right before she was leaving for Europe on a, on a tour with uh, Carolyn Wonderland. And I think you guys are going to really, really love her music. So I want to get to it very quickly. But before I do, I want to sing a song for you called More Than Enough that Georgia and I wrote about our love and how uh, even after all these years, it's more than enough. Hope you guys are in the same kind of relationship and finding that too and we'll be right back right here on Texas Homegrown Music Here's Trillian I'm searching for the perfect love of my life Man, I'm thirsty
Well, here we are back on Texas Homegrown Music with my guest, Shelly King. Shelly, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's going great now since I finally got to get you on the show. And, um, you know, for all you listeners out there, I have been a huge fan of Shelly for years. And every time I go to Austin, I try to catch a show. This past March when I was there, um, I don't even remember which trip it was for. It might have been for South By or I think it or or I think I went in for um, my friend Patrice Pike was having her, her, her gala for her, her step yeah. onward foundation. And I was involved yes. in that. And I saw you and Carolyn, I got to be there on a weeknight and see you guys at the continental club, which is such a great, great treat. And if you guys can ever catch that show, I'm telling you, you'll walk out of there. So inspired. Oh, it's so crazy. Cool. So I got to see you and I remember saying, girl, I got to get you on the show. And now here it is mid July. We finally made it happen. Woo. And I'm so happy. I'm glad we've connected. I am too. Yes. And you're getting ready for a, a big old tour and getting on the road, I know. And uh, also, you yeah. just said something to me about another record. So I'm going to yeah. let you fly with it. But girl, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for being such a great representative for Texas music and, and representing women in a field that sometimes is gets you know kind of hammered down by too many men. Well, you know, a lot of my favorite singers have always been been uh, the gentlemen. So there's not too many men, but there are a lot of women. And we should definitely be represented out there a little bit better. There's a lot of great, great talent in this industry. Oh, there really is. And especially in Texas. And I'm going to be a little bit biased just because this is Texas homegrown music. And I do like to feature that. And I and there's a lot of artists that I have that, um, you know, are, are not originally from here, but they got here, that's the old saying, as fast as they could and made it their home. And I think you might be one of them. I think I read you were actually born in Arkansas. <clears throat> Well, I was born in Arkansas, but I was raised in Arkansas and Houston and Amarillo. So I'm pretty much a well, you're equally, definitely a Texas girl. equal Texan in Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, I went to like preschool through I don't know through sixth grade in in Amarillo in Houston, and then I went through like junior high and high school mostly in Arkansas, but some in Houston. My mom was in a relationship where she was breaking up and getting back together. So I was kind of moving around, living with my grandparents, moving back in with mom. So I changed schools a lot, but I definitely had plenty of Houston and plenty of Amarillo. I also lived in Conroe for a long time. So I've, I've got a lot of, a lot of Texas, but, uh, well, you definitely got the Texas draw, my friend, and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this was hilarious. Last weekend we were in Chicago and, of all places, you kind of think like a big city like Chicago, everyone just kind of blends in. And we walked into this breakfast place and they said, sit anywhere. And I, I asked the band, I go, you want a table or a booth? And the waitress immediately said, where's that accent from? <laughs> I said, I said, Texas. And she goes, I knew it. I mean, I, that's all I'd said, table or booth. And she like <laughs> nailed it. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. But the same... The same chick came over to the ba- the whole band was sitting at the table and the, the same waitress came over and asked uh, me and Carolyn Wonderland if we were singers in a band because we just had that look. Yeah, well, you do. <laughs> I'm like, what about the drummer and the bass player sitting here? You know, the drummer had like a cool hat on. He looked, you know, he really looked like a drummer. But she was like, no, 
but you two for sure. We're like, <laughs> yeah, the others were posers. You guys are actually, you actually looked. The- and, and we looked horrible too. So maybe that girl, was girl. You guys I mean, quit. It quit was that. like early in the morning. Yeah, you, know, you can never look horrible, girl. You both of you, you got you girls have a spark about you that's just so infectious and awesome. And I just Aww. I love the energy that you guys have on stage. And clearly, you have such a um, admiration for one another because the way you guys play off of each other is just it's just like no other. And I I know that's the reason why um, everybody loves having you there at the Continental. Club whenever you guys can and I know you're getting ready to go on a tour together which that's going to be really yeah. overseas of all places right yeah we've actually been touring together well we've been playing together for you know 18 years we've been friends for like 30 years okay. or something we've been playing together for about 18 years 20 years maybe and um and but now since the pandemic she she came out with a new record on Alligator Records in uh, 21. And since that record came out, I've been touring with her full time as a member of her band, as a guitarist, backup singer. Okay. And we do a couple of my songs, too. And um, I think that when my new record comes out, I mean, this is working for us to combine like this. I mean, we're, we're stronger together anyway, but, you know, that just works really great. And... Um, I don't know when we when the, my new record comes out. She was talking about maybe we do like a little mini set of my stuff, you know, my, my record, so that we can keep working together and recovering a lot of ground that way. So well, and it's know. great for the audience too because it gives us a little more. Uh, it gives us a broader music, you know. Even though I, y'all styles are they're obviously very similar in in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways they're very different and. I yeah. and I like that, you know. What we we like that when we go out, especially if we're going to go out for a show for a couple of hours. It's really nice to have that, um, you know, to have the differentials of of your guys' styles, the little, um, little variety, the little variety. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, um, it's so fun because I, I I'm sure knowing that you guys have been in Austin for so long that you know you've been the mainstay at a lot of the clubs there certainly the ones that have been there forever like Antones and Saxon Pub and Continental and um and now of course Seaboys and you know we've got uh Sam's Town and and all these places yeah. where that the style of music that you play is always there have I bet you've watched the city though take on a whole new dynamic in the last 15 years since the growth has happened Oh yeah Oh yeah it's there's it's very different actually it's it's very different i mean it's a lot of cities from from traveling all over the place i see a lot of cities that are booming like nashville is booming there's condos going up all over just like austin so the the visual landscape of austin has changed but also the businesses have changed there's a lot there's a lot of music in austin that um that didn't used to be here. That's we're bringing in whole, you know, lots of new styles and there's new venues that cater to different styles. And it, it's a, it's still really a wide ranging music town, but it's definitely changed. But thank goodness the legacy clubs like Continental and Saxon and Antones are still there. It really, we, we really count on them. They're our roots. Absolutely. And they're the kind of like home base for all of you that, that yeah. they're, they're leaving. Because I, I tell you, Shelly, I, I see where you are really a hardworking artist. You and Carolyn both. You guys are on the road a lot, playing a lot of shows. And I know that um, I'm certain that, uh, you know, this pandemic 
took a big <laughs> a big hit on um on you guys and all of us that you know depended on playing live music how did you get through that man it's it was tough uh the when when the whole thing you know started I had just come out with that last record. I thought so. Yeah, I think you dropped it at the end of 2019, right? <laughs> yeah, and had like, okay, after South by, we're going to start touring, touring, yeah. and tour through the whole year, right? Well, South by, that's when it all went yep. breaks on, and so I actually started doing um, some of the live streaming yep. that was, you know, at the time was a new novel thing, and now you know it's. It's not as new and novel. A lot of people are kind of tired of it, but I'm trying to keep some of that going on. I That really got me through the pandemic. I started doing like a Sunday afternoon live stream show, a solo show, and um, a TV station uh, uh, here in town, uh, Austin Music Television. It's like a, uh, Access TV asked me if I would do a show for them on Wednesday. So I added a show. So I was doing two live streams a week through the whole pandemic. Oh, wow. Until, That's great. Until we, and I kept that up until I started touring so much that I was having to miss them. And I've, I've dropped the Sunday show now. I was going to try to keep it all together, but Sunday shows just too hard to do, but I do keep a lot of Wednesdays going on. Um, when I'm in town, I'll try to do a live Wednesday and we, we keep the show going. If, if I'm out of town, we'll do a rerun and, and, you know, post that to the TV station. So they still have content, but yeah, I'm still trying to stay connected with those people because actually there's like a whole audience of people who are still going out. Well, absolutely. And there's a lot of people that you find out when you do those that don't have never been able to go out. We have a lot of people that um, I've got some friends that have become shut-ins just because of physical abilities and, and disabilities right. that love music. And so they were really happy to see a lot of these artists come to them in mm -hmm. their home and through their computer and on these um, streams. So yeah. I would encourage to kind of keep it up a little bit, at least to um, stay connected yeah. to those people. But there's nothing yeah. like being able to be in the presence of your fans and your song, Welcome Home, honey, what a beautiful, Beautiful song. I don't know what inspired it, but I'd like to hear mm. it. And I definitely want to play it for all my listeners out there because I think it really gives us a glimpse into who you really are and the soul of your life. And it's just a beautiful song. Oh, thank you. Do you want to know the, about it now? I'll, I'll tell you about it. Um, I actually, that song, of all the songs that I've ever written, it was like, I feel like the one I had the least to do with, meaning I didn't sit and think about it and craft it. It just flowed through me as fast as I could write it down. And when I was done, I looked down and it, it actually all flowed in a, a meter and made sense. And I picked up my guitar and the very first thing that I played went with it and I started singing and it just like, it just happened, you know? It was right after Katrina hit New Orleans. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, whew, it was heavy. It was a heavy moment when I wrote it. It was, but I, I feel like it was a gift. It was absolutely you know? a gift. I hear you say that makes so much sense because when I heard it, and I'm not kidding when I tell you this, I, there were, I got, I got goosebumps on certain parts of that song because I really did feel a connection to oh. something 
bigger than myself. And mm. so I, um, I, I said, I want to start the show with that song. And I was so glad when I reached out to you and asked you to send me some songs to consider uh, to choose from. And you had that on the list because I was going to tell you, I'm sorry, no matter what, <laughs> we're playing Welcome Home. Well, so I, I, I'm just going to lay the foundation right now for all you listeners out there. This incredibly beautiful song called Welcome Home. And I'm going to dedicate this song to my friend, Michael Vernon, that uh, has gone home. And um, Michael, I love you. And this is a beautiful song. And it really speaks from the heart of all of us that have people that we love and that we wish well and that we know there's something beautiful after this. So Welcome Home from my friend Shelly King, who now I totally adore. I always loved you before. But now, girl, I'm going to be one of those fans that's always going to be in your crowd when I'm in the area. So (laughs) Welcome Home with Shelly King right here on Texas Homegrown Music. And we'll be right back. When your soul leaves your body For to make that journey home When your time here is over And you sing your last sweet song You prepare to meet your maker Will your heart be pure and good? Did you try to help your neighbor Doing everything you could? Did you reach out to your brother in his time of need? Did you live a life of kindness so he never let us see? Will the heavens leave a light on? Will the welcome out of sight? Will your chariot be waiting? Will the saints give you a your body for to make that journey home when your time here is over and you sang your last sweet song you prepare to meet your maker will your heart be pure and good did you try to help your neighbor doing everything you could did you reach out to your brother in his time of need did you live a life of kindness so in
And I know you guys have already fallen in love with her. And if you don't know who Shelly King is, you haven't been listening to much of Texas women in music. But I know you're going to continue to. So that's um, that's off of your record that you released, um, not this last one, right? Now, I think I think that was on an album called Welcome Home. I think it came out in 2009. Yeah, okay. I recorded it with members of the Subdudes, a great New Orleans band that I love working well, with. Well, you know, one of the things that I absolutely adore about you and also Carolyn is the collaborations that you guys are, are involved in. And, you know, I, I, I think you said something somewhere about life is all about connections. And, and I say life is all about relationships. So it's the same thing. Um, I, I really do feel like when people tell me what's your purpose in in the world I said I really believe it's about being relational and seeing how we can all you know help help each other out and and I don't just mean musically I mean in life and I got I get so much out of doing that and I obviously know that you do because you're reaching out to people all the time and collaborating with them yeah well exactly the whole connections the whole relationship thing and what's our purpose in life it's to be there for each other all of us my music I'm trying to be there for people music you know but it, it could be something totally different i mean it's it's our connection together is so important we don't know what it's all about but we got to do all we can for each other absolutely well um i gotta i gotta ask you to tell me a story i know that this last record that you um released was um inspired by a lot of different things that have happened and i i think i read how much you were a fan of leave on helm and um, and, and certainly, you know, you wrote a song about it, you know, yeah, you wrote a song oh. about it, but there was something that I read about a story. Um, you, you actually went back to Woodstock several times to be inspired to write different songs. Sure. As well. Yeah. And yeah, actually it's one of my favorite places and I try to get back there as often as I can. So a few times a year we end up back in Woodstock for sure. Oh, I love yeah. that. I'm, I, I need to do it. That's kind of. <laughs> You know, kind of on my bucket list for sure. I have a good friend that that grew up there, and she just sent me a picture. It's it's I'm sure it's iconic. Everybody's seen it. It's a poster, and it's got um. Everybody knows that if I could live the my true life, I would just live naked everywhere. I could be, you know, my kids are gone now, so I my house is the naked house. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, she sent me this cool poster of this couple walking through a crowd, and the girl was completely naked. <laughs> so, I think I've seen that poster. Yeah, I'm sure you have. It's a guy and a girl holding hands, and, you know, he's yeah. dressed and she's naked. <laughs> yeah. But um, it always, I always laugh when I see that, because I think that's kind of my vibe, right? But I think that red something about a, a ghost story that you have about yeah. something that happened well speaking speaking of yeah going back for inspiration we had gone back to woodstock i say we uh my friend carolyn wonderland and i uh we decided let's go and uh we, we wanted to go hang out and we decided to put a band together with some woodstock folks and we called it the woodstock lone star okay sort of a Combination, uh, combination of Texas and Woodstock players. And it was me, Carolyn Wonderland, Marsha Ball, 
And then uh, Cindy Cashdollar, who we know from Austin, but she's actually from Woodstock okay. and she lives back there now. So we had Cindy and we had a rhythm section from Woodstock and we had Amy Helm, who's Levon Helm's daughter. Okay. And we had this really cool band. Well, the night uh, the night before the show, we had a rehearsal in Levon's studio, which is also called The Barn, which is an old barn. And um, we rehearsed the whole show. Amy couldn't make it. She had something else she had to do in New York City that night. So it was all of us without Amy. It was long story short, which I don't know if I can do. I'll try to okay. We got time. Uh, <laughs> on, on the way there, Carolyn was like, let's get some let's get some whiskey and take it to the rehearsal. And we were kind of big whiskey drinkers and we probably still are. But uh, <laughs> I so know you are. I saw it on stage at the Continental. <laughs> <laughs> so we so we take this bottle to this rehearsal and we've got this this rhythm section of these young dudes who are trying their hardest to be professional and not screw this up and we haven't even played a note yet and Carolyn busts out the bottle is like anybody want to drink and they were like whoa we'll probably wait a little bit and then we felt like a bad influence so we're <laughs> like okay fine we'll wait too so we didn't open it we start rehearsing. We've been rehearsing like an hour at least. And it gets to, we're all taking turns singing songs. It gets to Carolyn and she plays this song. It was a Janis Joplin song, What Good Can Drinkin' Do. Okay. And she starts, she's she's getting ready to do this song. And I go, hey, wait a minute. What good can drinkin' do? I'm like, we're an hour in. Can we open the whiskey? Right? You know, so she's like, yeah, good idea. So she gets the whiskey and she takes the lid off. And she, I said, well, we should do a proper toast to Levon, right? And so Levon has, for those who don't know, Levon passed away. And this show was going to be um, in remembrance of him with all of us, sort of a, you know, a memorial uh, years later. But this actual night was actually the anniversary of his death. Oh, my gosh. Did you know in that? There in the Did studio. Yeah, we know. Okay. So we're in the studio and Carolyn takes this whiskey and she raises it up in the air and is like, you know, here's to you, Levon. Thank you. And uh, takes a little sip and she's all demure, you know, thank you. And uh, she passes it to Cindy Cashdollar, who says, raises it up and says, thank you more. And she, you know, so me, you already mentioned my Arkansas history. Well, Levon was from Arkansas too. So I held a bottle up and I called the hogs. I went, <laughs> and I took a swig and I passed it to Marsha Ball. Did I mention Marsha yep. Ball was in the span? Uh, Marsha Ball said some kind of crazy something in Cajun and uh, took a swig. We start playing this song and I saw some lights uh, kind of outside the outside and some shadows. And we were expecting a friend to stop by. So I was thinking, oh, oh they cool, my friend's here. Yeah, they pulled up. Well, then they never came in, you know. So I was like, what are they doing out there? Come on, you know. Well, then I noticed the door opening. It was a big, heavy studio door with a glass pane in it. The door opened very slowly and came open, like, all the way open and then closed all the way. And I was like, uh, and nobody came in. And I'm like, what the hell? And I looked at Cindy Cashdollar, and she looked at me, and she showed me the hair on her arms. It was, like, standing up. She had goosebumps all over her. About that time, it happened again. This happened four times during that song. 
It came completely open and completely closed, and I'm, it did not blow open. Right. It, it came was, open. It was like slowly, like someone was walking in, and like they closed the door, but nobody was there. The whole time Carolyn's singing and playing, and the whole time I'm trying to get her to look at the door, and she was refusing to look at the door. She could tell we were freaking out, and she wouldn't look, and I was like, come on, look at it. <laughs> she wouldn't look. And so when the song was over, I, I said, okay. And I looked at everybody in the band. I go, we all saw that, right? We're all, nobody's drunk. We just had one little toast. <laughs> we all saw that. That happened. And everybody. everybody, everybody, even the sound man who was like up in the loft, he said, well, I didn't see the door open, but I did see those shadows and I did feel a cool breeze. I'm like, wow. oh my God. Wow. So we went, out, we went outside. We're like, okay, we got to take a break. This is, it kind of shook us all up. So we go outside and the girls are, you know, the smoke cigarettes are taking smoke break out there. And we noticed that the smoke is just hanging in the air. There is no, no breeze whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, okay, what the heck was that? Wow. Yeah, and so we kind of cracked the door, and Cindy and I were blowing on the door, trying to make it blow open. We're like, if there was a wind, could we make it blow open? And we couldn't. And then we said, well, if Levon is watching us, he is laughing his head off right yeah, now. Yeah, because you guys are trying to figure out how he, how that happened, and he just he's, his presence was, was that's pretty cool. It was really present. Yes, we really felt it, and there was something crazy that happened and we all witnessed it yeah but, and that's cool that you guys were all there to to talk about that forever not one of you took it and went somewhere with it all of you saw the same right. thing wow and it was just another one of those magical mysterious things that happens in woodstock that place is pretty crazy well so you guys did so did you record some stuff that i could find the woodstock uh, lone star yeah yeah um actually no there's probably yes there's probably some stuff on youtube okay yeah and i actually think that i think we have a facebook page and i bet we've posted video to the facebook okay page. i'll have to check it out it's it's woodstock, woodstock lone stars okay yeah awesome well yeah. i noticed that on this last record you had some of the you had um the sub dudes and you had Delbert McClinton and uh, Marshawn and Carolyn all on that record as well, uh -huh. right? Uh huh. And I also had um, Byron. Yeah. Yes, Byron is in the Lumineers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Byron used to be in Levon's band. Okay. And so when I recorded that song, Levon's new drum set for my last record, which is a story of hearing all these rhythms in the rain, which is a true story. Actually, I was sitting outside the, the weekend that he passed away, I was in Woodstock and there was supposed to be a ramble, which is the show that he would put on. And that Saturday night I was sitting outside trying to write some lyrics and the storm happened and I heard all these rhythms in the storm. And I realized that that's a had the ramble happened, it would have been happening about that time. And that's actually about the time that Levon would have taken the stage. Wow. So all this lightning and everything just blew my mind and, and made me think like, well, maybe this is the ramble. Yeah, you know? there you go. And maybe and maybe that's Levon playing his new drum set. Oh wow. So so when I recorded that, I I started with some drums and then decided that I didn't want drums on there. So we took the drums out. And as I, th I was like, nobody can be playing the drums. Levon's not there. He can't. So we can't have drummer. No. 
but then we decided that we needed like a little bit of drum, you know, just like some, like a, like what we thought would sound good was like a big old drum with a mallet, big, deep mallet sound. Yeah. So, so I asked Byron if he could do that. And he's like, yeah, but I don't have the right drum for that. And so we asked around, we couldn't find anyone. We asked the studio. They're like, no. Then I asked the engineer again and the engineer says, you know what? I just found a 40-inch bass drum on the street corner. No way. Yes. I'm like, are you kidding? I mean, that's exactly... A 40-inch on the street yes. corner? And he found it like the day before. And so I ordered mallets and had them sent to the studio. And Byron went in and cut bass tracks for that song and also played the mallet on it. Because I, since he played bass with Levon while Levon was playing drums, I figured if anybody could get close to that spirit at all. Well, that's fired. very cool. So it's not on my list, but you guys really need to play, listen to that song. I may, maybe I'll play it as the bumper on this, on this uh, yeah. interview, because I think it's really cool. And I love the rhythm sound of it. I mean, I, and I, I was going to ask you about that because it starts out with that feel, you know, and I just, yeah. I, I thought that was really, really it, cool. It's, you can find it on YouTube or Spotify yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah. It's all out there. Oh. Yeah. It's all out there. Well, I, I want to play that song, and you had a record called Building a Fire. Um, oh, yeah. And it's kind of a gospel blues-sounding song to me. Tell me about oh, that yeah. song. Well, that song actually, I mean, it's it's about passion. It, it really, for me, started out to be a song about passion for my music and uh, the fire, when it's catching fire, you know, but it... I ended up making the song about uh, like a relationship or um, the attraction between two people, passion, a fire, you know. So, uh, you know, things, songs start off sometimes meaning one thing and they end up meaning another. But that song is really about passion and um, it's, it's a lot of fun to sing. And the video for it's a lot of fun if anybody wants to look that up. Yeah, John sure. Mag from, from the Subdudes, um, he wrote and directed the video and it's really really crazy back in the woods down in tennessee who knew the smoke would overtake me that one little spark raged out of control now that passion burns down in my soul I'm building a fire. It's starting to care. Just use my desire.
do you love her? Because I sure do. And I am so glad that she came in today to do this show for me. I know she's so busy. I know you're busy, girl, getting ready to go on this tour, uh, especially anything that's overseas, trying to get everything together. I know you and Carolyn are probably um, <laughs> like every single day. What is it? What's a typical day in your world, Shelly? Oh, there's no typical day. <laughs> Usually I check the calendar and try to make sure I'm not going to forget something. Well, you but know, isn't it nice no that we have that, you know, we have that ability yeah. now in our hands where we don't have to have it on paper. We can actually pull it up on our phones. But yeah, yeah. Today I am pa I'm trying to pack because I've got a really busy week and we're leaving for this European tour we'll be we'll be in the air by this time next monday so um trying to pack now and my my goal right now is to try to take this little bitty suitcase <laughs> and we're we're gone for three weeks now last time we went um well we were there for a month in november of last year and i took a giant suitcase and i found like with trains and everything it was a bit cumbersome yeah. So we went back in January for just a week and I took a little bitty suitcase and I was like, mm. next time I'm just coming with like two pair of pants and a bunch of socks and, you know. Yeah, no, like, you know, the, the beauty of it when you travel like gonna, that is that you're yeah. not in the same place twice. So who cares right. if you wear the same thing? Right. And I mean, I've gotten really good at it. My, I'll tell you, my husband makes me take a, a, I have to carry on no matter where we go. I have to carry on and then gives me a backpack. So you you never seen anybody be able to roll up stuff and get um so much things. He's, he he's so proud of me now that he can see That's how awesome. much, how I could condense it. And you know I have learned to just bring two or three pairs of uh, of, of bottoms and then like five tops, and I'm good for two weeks. Yeah, you know yep. I think the main thing is the comfortable shoes thing. You know, I've, that's what my day has been today is I went to Academy to buy a new pair of tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get the most, and I have a good pair of tennis shoes, but I'm trying to get like the ones that I can just, they can just be my one and only. Yeah. Because I don't think I own a pair of shoes that I love that much that they could be my one and only. So I'm trying to find them. I'm looking for <laughs> true love shoes. I'm looking for my soul. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for your soulmate, S-O-L-E. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Exactly. I love it. Well, so, and you're also working on a new record. I am. So have you I'm got it so all done excited. or are you just... It's totally done. Okay. No, it's totally done. It's totally mastered. In fact, I turned it in to have it um, made into vinyl. I turned it in and 
probably early April. So uh, we're going to have the vinyl and I, I had to do that because vinyl has gotten so hard to get that it, you know, that like they were saying it was going to be eight months. Yeah, I know. It's I'm crazy. Like, oh, well, there's get, not that many places to do now. it anymore. You know, and right. so you, you you do, and it's expensive too, yeah. by the way. But there is a vinyl it's revival crazy. out there, and I'm glad because I love it. Yeah, so we'll have it on vinyl and CD, and um, I'm looking to have it out like in November. And what's the sure. name of it going to be? It's it's called Madam Mystic. Okay, Madam Mystic, I love that. Madam Mystic. That's the title track. It's not necessarily like what the record's about or anything. It was just a fun little song about. Uh, about a girl who goes to the fortune teller and uh, she doesn't like what she's told. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and fortune teller, fortune teller's like, deal with it, baby. <laughs> well, you know, and that's the video that we just did too. We did the Madam Mystic video, and it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, good. It's got kind of a New Orleans feel to it because every time I yeah. think about that, I think about Nolans, right? Can't yeah, help but do that. Yeah. It totally does. It totally does. Well, I'm going to brag on you a little bit just so everybody knows that, you know, so Shelly, people, this girl, if you see awards anytime out of Austin, Shelly's on the list of certainly from the Austin City Limits Hall of Fame to being Grammy nominated. And like I said, she's been a, a, an ambassador for uh, Texas for for a really long time. And um, I, I think you've helped with a lot of nonprofits. I know I've had a lot of people tell me whenever I talk about um, Texas artists, they always bring your name up and say, Shelly is the girl to go to and to find out what's going on in Austin. So you've really made uh, a name for yourself, honey. And I'm so happy that you took the time to come in today and do the show with me, especially knowing that you're getting ready for this big tour. But I'm so glad to have you on the show. And I hope that it helps get more people out there streaming your music, buying your music and supporting Texas music, people. It's really important, and um, and these, and certainly a lot of indie artists that are out there. I don't know if you're on a label right now. I'm sure you have been in the past, but I can tell you this: you are representing us well, and I'm so proud to have you as part of Texas Homegrown Music. I just got to tell you, thank you, love, for being here today. Thank you so very much for having me on. Absolutely. And when you get that new great. record out, girl, we're going to have you back and we'll talk about it. And I want to get you here in McKinney. I mean, I've already talked to you about having you and Carolyn come and do your thing at the sanctuary totally. here in McKinney. Yeah. Love to have you. I don't know if you know that or not. My husband and I own the Guitar Sanctuary and we have a venue yes. connected to it. So I'd love to have you be a part of that. And um Kudos to you, honey, for um, all the good that you do in music. And I'm going to play a song right now called Kick Up Your Heels. Girls, if you want a song that'll get you in the mood and make you want to move, girl, this is the song. Give us a little <laughs> bit of background on it, babe, before we play it. Cool. Well, this is a song. I'll give you the whole background on it. Um, John Magney from The Subdudes and I wrote this song we actually wrote it and pitched it to Marsha Ball for for a record that she was doing, and she didn't record it. And then we recorded it, and it became the title track to my record. So I'm kind of glad she didn't record it, but she did play on it. Okay, she's I the thought I saw her name on there. Yeah, yes, yeah, she's playing on it, and she loves the song. We play it together all the time. But when I wrote it, I was actually thinking about how when Marsha Ball plays piano, she has her legs crossed and she's always kicking her foot. And so that's the whole kick up. Your oh, heels I see. Yeah. Idea. Well, and for but all the, 
all you guys out there that don't know, Marsha Ball's definitely got a lot of Zydeco in her. That Louisiana girl, she's she definitely put some of that out there. And I don't know if you know this, we did a show together in San Miguel de Ende several years oh, wow. ago. Yeah, we had cool. a big festival down there, and I bet I played down there, and she was she was there, and I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah. Of it, so. Well, wonderful. I'm glad to know that. Well, this is called Kick Up Your Heels. It's from her. It's the title track off of her latest record that she released the end of 2019. But she's got one coming out this year. I can't wait to tell y'all about it. And uh, and we'll we'll definitely have you back on then. But right now, Kick Up Your Heels. Thanks, Shelly, for being on the show. And we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music right here. Yeah.
Well, the close of another great show with um, an artist, a Texas artist that I just love finding out more about. And Shelly's doing a lot these days, obviously, playing her own music, playing with Carolyn Wonderland and collaborating with so many different musicians across the state. And I just love it. I love her soul and I love her music and I just love her vibe. So thank you, Shelly, for being a part of the show today. And I just want to say thanks for coming in all this time and sitting down and relaxing with us for the last hour. I hope you guys enjoy it every week. Be sure to send me a little note if you did, Maylee at TexasHomegrownMusic.com. You can check out our website as well, Texas Homegrown Music. And I hope you guys will be back next week because I'm going to have Carolyn Wonderland on the show. And uh, I, I really, really dig this gal. I've been listening to her for a long time, and I can't wait to hear what she has to say. So hope you guys will tune back in. I want to say thanks to all of my sponsors, of course, the Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law for making this possible. And I'm going to close the show today. They were talking about um, doing these collaborations. Well, Marsha Ball, who everybody in Austin, Texas knows who she is, Shelly King and Carolyn Wonderland did a version of Woodstock, and I'm going to play it out for you right now as we close the show. Bye, everybody. Be sure to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. We'll see you guys next time right here on Texas. Right? So-